is eSports powered, as always, by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry of the Tighten Up Podcast and the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. And we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. And also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and threads for more great Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. The Aura app, keeping your information safe online and get a two-week free trial with our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in the Middle Tennessee area, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. They're online at KrebsKubota.com. So, Jack, uh, it, you know, it's been a better week, a less contentious week, I think, uh, in <laughs> Titans land after a victory on Sunday against the Panthers. However, there was a little bit of conflict uh, for people's winning and losing morals for this season. How have you taken in this uh, victory week for the first time in quite a while? I have yet to get to the Titan Up podcast this week. Uh, but so what have the vibes been for you guys over there? Well, you know, it's it was an interesting discussion over there. After one win, Austin Huff lost his mind and believes that the, the playoffs are in play. I gave him strong pushback over there. I said it's time to pull the plug. The Titans are a vegetable right now. The season's <laughs> over. We just have to accept it. But at the same time, winning does solve issues temporarily. It it does feel like a weight has been lifted off of Titans fans' shoulders and you know the team's shoulders in, inside that building with one win over the worst team in the NFL. It was a get-right game. Titans got right in the first half and then got wrong again in the second half as it's hard for them to put two halves together of good football. But, you know, it's, it's, it's fun moving forward because you have this Colts team where – it's it's a toss-up game, right? They've looked good at Nissan. Will Levis has played well at Nissan for the most part. Just, you know, what? how can this offense take the next step forward? We saw Jalen Duncan get, get his uh, first start at left tackle. While he didn't look great, he wasn't as bad as Andre Dillard has looked at times this season. So there's some positives moving forward, and we talked about it on the game day show, Austin. It's With six games left in the season, it's audition season for some of these yep. Titans role players right now. How can they earn a spot on the team next year? How can they increase their role this year? It's going to be so. It's going to be fun to watch as some of these players that haven't gotten to play a whole lot, you know, try and try and put their stamp on this season. So, still a lot of things to look forward to with uh, this group this year. But you know, it, it's a game against the Colts that nobody wants to lose. Well, you know, the Tankathon people do want to lose, but it's hard to lay down against the Colts, right? I, even though the Titans have had success over the last few years against this team, they haven't been swept by Indianapolis since 2018. And I, I understand losing helps the draft pick, but man, it stinks to lose to Indy. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely does for Titans fans. Jonathan says terrible performance would have been a loss against any other team. Uh, a loss would have been better for the franchise. This season is done. So Jonathan agrees there. Our guy Ian across the pond, in Scotland, DM'd me asking me, you know, what's the life support update? Uh, and I'd said, I told Ian, I was like, it's on life. They're still on life support. And they've got the breathing uh, assistant machine 
but for Ian, the machine has no power. And so look, this, I think this Colts game is fascinating because you've got the Colts are coming off of a big win to put them in the last playoff spot in the AFC. Then you have the update that we talked about some yesterday uh, on morning on the show with Sam and I, that Jonathan Taylor's having thumb surgery and is going to be out for this game and maybe a couple more games as well. And so the Titans have a chance to go to five and up at Nissan stadium this season and getting to five and seven changes things up quite a bit because I know everybody's looking at where the Titans are at with the top 10 uh, draft pick currently, but five and seven would put them right there in the, in the hunt graphic because of how jumbled up all of these teams are in the AFC. Technically the Titans are only two games out of a wild card spot and beating the Colts to knock them back to six and six and six and the Titans being five and seven makes that a little bit closer and a little bit more doable. But that's a lot of if this and if that and Jonathan Taylor's out. But there's also this if. If Will Levis can play well and win another game to get to three and three in his first six starts, that's a big deal. But he's also dealing with an ankle injury. And we'll play some video here. But Jack, any response to my uh, setting the table of uh, the situations here? No, it's interesting. And, you know, there's a lot of underperforming teams in the AFC, the Bills, the, you know, the Chargers, a bunch of teams, the, the Bengals, obviously with injury issues with Joe Burrow. A bunch of those teams that we thought would be, you know, much higher up in the AFC standings are kind of in the middle of the pack fighting for one of those wild card spots now. But you know, I, I don't know that the Titans have the horses to get it done. While it is fun to be in the hunt, I don't know if that's the right thing for this team moving forward. Um, that being said, a win against Indianapolis, sure, well, it does kind of inch you a little bit closer, but is it worth the ramifications that it might have on getting a left tackle in the first round? That's something you have to weigh. Well, so let's just, this is, a, and we haven't gotten to the Will Levis. So Kenneth, Kenneth asked a little late, what's the recap on the Levis injury? We haven't got to it yet because we've been getting Jack's vibes throughout the week, but I did see this. Uh, come in from somebody. Where did it go? Oh, no. I lost the comment. Oh, T-Vaughn on YouTube says, Vrabel's the type of guy to go 6-0 and in the remaining games, lose in the wild card round, and lose a top 10 pick. Well, that seems like what – that's – Mike Vrabel would love to finish 6-0. and You know, lose in the wild card round. I don't think he would want to do that. But Mike Vrabel would love to finish with that type of record, and it would be wild if the Titans finished – with seven straight wins after the three and seven start uh, to get to what would that make them? 10 and six, 10 and seven. That would be insane. Mm -hmm. Right. But what would, and and T-Bond's focusing on what you miss out on uh, in the top 10 pick, but forgetting about the good things that would have to occur to win seven games in a row to end the season where your draft needs change in this hypothetical that T-Bond has brought up. Yeah, and I talked about this on the Tighten Up podcast. It, it seems like our friends down to the you know down to the south in the Atlanta Falcons with Arthur Smith, it feels like they always start poorly, like kind of how the Titans did this season. But at the end of the year, they catch a little fire. They make up for. They make it look respectable by finishing with seven wins in the in the last two years. Now, when they did that, they they had the number eight overall pick in back to back seasons. But at the same time, what's the point of getting hot late when the season's already? essentially over and there's nothing left to play for. 
the Titans aren't mathematically eliminated, but you know, it's it's just something to keep an eye on. And your Jonathan Taylor point, you know, it, even though the Colts will be without JT, he hasn't had a whole lot of success against the Titans. They play a little harder when Jonathan Taylor's back there. Zach Moss this season, 165 yeah. yards and two touchdowns. I think I know all Titans fans remember that performance. Yes, uh, we talked about that a lot yesterday, too, uh, throughout that. All right, so let's get to this Will Levis injury update because our guy, Teron Davenport at ESPN, has this video that I'm about to play uh, here from practice on Wednesday. Will Levis was officially limited at practice on uh, Wednesday. So here is Will Levis, and this is his left ankle, and it looks a lot worse than we initially thought. His left ankle, and there is a lot of limping going on from Will Levis and you know it's always important to remember the left ankle for a right-handed quarterback <laughs> is what he's stepping in with into traffic and you know this is three straight reps of a lot of gingerly rollouts i mean jack you just made a face that looked like your ankle was hurting watching well I, I was gonna say he looks like me walking to the fridge to get some water after playing pickup basketball like <laughs> like there's a lot of stiffness in that first step oh. and you mentioned the it's the foot you push off of and that's gonna be you know really something to watch looking forward but at this point in the season you know everybody's dealing with something Yes, everybody is dealing with something, but that looks a lot worse than what we had thought. So, Jack, let's ask the audience this question. What's your concern level watching Will Levis limp through practice with an ankle injury? What is your concern level, 1 through 10, watching Will Levis limp through that ankle injury uh, in practice? We'll play the video again, uh, but first let me tell everybody about our great friends that you know them well. Speaking of injuries, the Bone & Joint Institute if you have an ankle injury, if you've got that bum ankle and you're not really sure how to treat it at home, you're hoping you don't need tightrope surgery like Ryan Tannehill, but you want to be able to, to not have that ankle injury impact you, the experts at the Bone and Joint Institute can help you out. They've got physicians who are phenomenal. They can deal with any type of injury that happens in uh, professional sports, intramural sports, rec leagues for you adults out there trying to grind and get after it like Jack is playing pickup ball. Or maybe your son or daughter gets hurt playing youth sports. The Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin, Tennessee is where you should turn to get back to health. Don't let that injury linger. They can help you out, whether it's home help uh, or having some surgery procedure or rehab facility right there in Franklin. Everything under one roof in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org. It's championship week in college football, and there's never been a better time to get some skin in the game than right now, especially with the NFL, NBA, NHL, all in full swing, college basketball as well. So do it with BetMGM. If you don't like your current sports book or you just want to try you know, starting somewhere new, do it with BetMGM and use our bonus code A to Z Sports because you'll get up to $1,500 back in bonus bet if your first bet misses. If that first bet misses, do not sweat it you'll have another opportunity to redeem yourself only if you use our bonus code A to Z sports on BetMGM. It's the king of sports books for a reason. It's easy to navigate. There's plenty of options to bet over on BetMGM. So make sure if you do enter the betting realm, do it with our friends at BetMGM. All right. So Jack, I will uh, send you to the chat. I'll play the video one more time, but what's your concern level Watching Will Levis limp through this Titans practice on Wednesday with a bum left ankle. I'll let you go one through 10 concern levels. What are the people saying over there? Steven at a seven, Guy Man with a six, 
Uh, Jordan's not very concerned. He's just at a two. Steven Rodriguez is at a six over on Facebook. Jody Newell checks in with a three. Hoshi is at a four. Um, if he's playing, Tevon says it's an eight. It's something to definitely be you know concerned about. Demario on YouTube agrees. Rich is just at a three. Scott's at a six. Jaron and Ashley both check in with sevens. Kendrell comments eight. Hello, ladies. Is not concerned at all. He's at a zero. Stephen King always with the pro scores. 9.87. That might be our highest score yet. Um, 8.5 from DeMarco. William over on Facebook's at an eight. Jay on YouTube agrees. Um, we're going to continue going here with this O-line, which is a good thing, you know, a good point. You got to factor that in always. Ryan on YouTube is at an eight. Matthew's at a four. Andrew and Jermel check in with seven. Alex Bine is at a 10. You don't mess with joints. Um, so, you know, we, we've kind of seen it from both sides. We got a zero, we got a 10. Um, but more scores are closer to 10 than they are to five. So, Austin, I want, I want to kick this to you. Yeah. One of 10, how concerned are you about this Will Levis injury? Well, yeah, Danny G says he's a tape it up type of guy. Look, yeah. And so is Ryan Tannen, right? Like, I, I think I'm not, there is zero question about the toughness level for Will Levis. You know, what's my concern on his toughness? Uh, one right? Because that's as low as it can go in our one through 10 scale. Uh, you know, we, we heard a lot of the things when he was at Kentucky last year, playing through a lot of injuries. He was advised by some professional agents to, Hey, you should probably shut it down. Or you're going to hurt your draft stock. And Will Love is like, no. And he was advised by a couple of doctors at Kentucky uh, to do that as well. And he did not, he wanted to fight through it and be out there for his Kentucky team and try to get to a bowl game and, and win as many games as possible. And so, like, I, I don't care about his toughness. I, I believe in that. That's fine. I'm worried about this ankle injury getting worse. I'm worried about Will Levis turning an ankle sprain into a significant ankle injury that needs to be fixed by surgery or that needs to be addressed uh, by something else or maybe it turns into something else too because he can't protect himself. So my concern level watching Will Levis limp through this practice is at a 7.5 out of 10. Like I think he's going to play. He's young enough to where he can bounce back. His, his ligaments are still tight. He's not like 34 years old, Ryan Tannehill, getting back-to-back ankle injuries. But we saw Ryan Tannehill last year go through this same type of deal. Hurt his ankle in one game, fight through it, missed a game or two after that. He comes back. He's not as mobile as he was previously. Fights through it. Has the second ankle injury. Needs the surgery. Gone for the season. And now guess what? He hurt it again. And he's you know back, but still. Now you've got a reoccurring ankle injury that you're not going to really get rid of. So I'm at a 7.5 out of 10 here. I hear you. I hear you. Anytime you're talking about an ankle injury to a Titans quarterback, it's, it's cause for concern. But in this instance, I think I'm closer to a three, Austin. Really? I'm on the other side of the scale. Yeah, because look, it, 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 that video came out on Wednesday, right? It's it's only Wednesday. So he's got time to heal. And you mentioned how young he is. It's week 13. Like I said, everybody's dealing with something. There's bumps and bruises with every single player across the NFL. And the thing with Levis is it's not like he uses his legs anyways. I understand the lower body is very important in throwing the football, 
But in five starts, he's only ran the ball 15 times. It's not like Tim Kelly rolls him out, and it's not like you can roll him out or have time to really improvise behind this offensive line. It's drop back, make a decision, get rid of the football. Because if you don't, you're going to be on your backside. And even if you do, you're probably still going to be on your backside. So for me, it's I'm at a three just because I believe that Tim Kelly is already kind of he, – he, I think we saw a lot of what I expect to see this week in the first half of last week, which was let Will Levis get surgical in the short to medium range throws. He was 13 of 18 in the first half, didn't really take a shot deep, had one opportunity – and just refused to throw it to D-Hop, missed him on a read. So I, I think that it's going to be more of the same. I don't think that this is really going to be a big factor this week. And I could be wrong. But if this was a turf toe injury, like I, I saw Will Levis in college play through a lot of stuff. Just against my Ole Miss Rebels, he mm-hmm. dislocated his finger and he left the game with turf toe. If this was a turf toe issue, this is a totally different conversation. But this is a new deal. This is an ankle injury. He hasn't really struggled with ankle injuries throughout his college career. I don't know what happened in high school, if there were anything that, that might have went on there. But Will Evans is a tough dude. He's going to gut it out. And I, I don't really think his legs have been a factor this season at all. So I, I think that Tim Kelly's kind of already game planned through this limitation that Levis has. And, and that's why I don't think it'll be a huge issue. Yeah, and so I I think it was a Jimmy Milk's day uh, asked – uh, or mixed day. I don't know why I added a milk in there. A question, didn't Levis have an ankle injury at the end of his college career? I, it was a foot is what I remember. Foot is what it was labeled at. I don't know if it was turf toe. You just mentioned turf toe against Ole Miss. Maybe that was it. Uh, turf there. toe, pedal toe. It's it's listed as the same thing on uh, yeah. on his injury history. And, you know, he, he had a, a an AC joint sprain as well in the same season in 2022. So there's a lot of different stuff popping up for him. But his ankle injury is new. The ankle injury is a carryover thing from the Jags game, right? Like he made that scramble and he got up limping. And then he was, he did not practice last Tuesday. And it was a weird uh, practice week because of Thanksgiving. They had Thursday off. So typically Tuesday is the off day. First day of practice is Wednesday. But the, he looked a lot worse today or yesterday than he did last week, from what I could see. There's also some really weird comments from people uh, here in the chat that are talking about, uh, you know, like Steve McNair and Eddie George, like, oh, they played through everything. Like those guys, like, what are, what are you even like commenting that for? Like, that doesn't, it's not relevant to our conversation here. Like, we're not asking like, oh, Will Levis is limping. He's weak. No, the guy's injured and he's practicing through it. That's a positive thing. I'm, I don't think either Jack or I are questioning whether he's going to play or not. We expect him to play Sunday when we're on the rooftop at Acme and the Titans are kicking off against the Colts. That's what, that's what you think, right? Yeah, no, I 100% believe it. And, and, and the whole toughness issue, Will Levis is a tough dude. He's a tough dude. Titans fans haven't really gotten to see it up close and personal yet. Maybe they will now that he's kind of dealing with this ankle injury. But the Titans have had great, well, not great luck. But, I mean, Ryan Tannehill was a a really tough quarterback, too. Broke Steve McNair's record for consecutive starts. Not everybody's Steve McNair. Steve McNair is one of one. It's really unfair to hold anybody, much less a rookie quarterback, to the, you know, to Steve McNair's pedestal. It's it's not easy on Will Levitt. He's not going to do anything this season that makes you say, oh, well, he's the next Steve McNair. 
So let, let's let's get rid of that. Let's yeah. th- that's irrelevant to the conversation. Yeah, for sure. All right, there is uh, there's a couple chats uh, that I want to get to that I I disagree with, but I think the conversation is warranted to have. But first, let me tell you guys all about our friends at Krebs Kubota. KrebsKubota.com. They are an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in Middle Tennessee, Columbia, Murfreesboro, and Franklin. Krebs Kubota is where you should turn for all of your equipment needs this holiday season. It is the great time, the right time to get that gift for the person in charge of the projects around your home and your property, whether it's a new trimmer, a new mower, any type of equipment. They have so many different styles of mowers to fit whatever your specific need is. They've also got the big stuff. Maybe you've got a few acres. Maybe you've like, like Delaney Walker, former Titans tight end, who's growing a farm in Middle Tennessee. And he's like, I talked to him at the training camp. He's like, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. And so he's trying to get in there with all that. So you need that big equipment. You need the right equipment and the relationship with your equipment provider that can help you get all those jobs done. That's where Krebs Kubota comes into play. Family owned and operated for 18 plus years in the mid-state. And they have the Kubota equipment, elite Kubota dealer with the best warranties and the best equipment in the industry, as well as the best customer service online at KrebsKubota.com. BetMGM's got a lot to offer as well. Live betting options, parlay selection features, and you know boosted odds specials all over at BetMGM. If you're looking to get in the betting game, do it with BetMGM. It's a great week to do it. A lot of conference championships going on. Um, I know all of you guys have an opinion on Bama, Georgia, and really how the rest of the college football playoff will pan out. You can bet on those futures as well. Who's going to be in the playoffs? Who's going to be out? BetMGM has all of it. So sign up, but do it with our promo code at A to Z Sports. Use our bonus code ATOZ Sports, and you'll get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. It's a little double jeopardy. They want you to start off in the green. They don't want you to start off in the red over at BetMGM. So take the free money that they're handing you and that we're handing you by using our bonus code ATOZ Sports. All right, so here live on this Thursday, I want to get to a super chat and another uh, comment from Jake. Uh, that I think are interesting, that are relevant for today. I don't agree with them, but I think it's interesting to have this conversation. Andre Super Chat says, just play Malik, secure top pick. You don't risk Levis getting seriously hurt for a meaningless win rehabbing in the offseason and slowing his development. So oh, that's, I, that's a, ch- for lack of a better word, that's a chicken poop statement right there. You want to bench Levis? What do you want to do, put him in bubble wrap? just so he doesn't get hurt? I mean, let, let the guy play. Let him grow. I think it's way too early in the season. And let's remember this, Jack. You probably remember. And and Jake says, win or lose, the Titans fan wins. So he, his concern level is at a zero for this because he thinks you, you win the game, great. You lose the game, great. But I think why I'm not at a zero for this is because I don't – like I agree with Andre. Like you don't want Will Levis to be spending his entire offseason rehabbing something significant. Marcus Mariota had to spend his offseason going from year two to year three rehabbing from his broken leg. That was a significant injury that happened in a fluke situation with a weird deal. It, it, it's not an ankle sprain. But you remember this, though, Jack. The Titans shut down Marcus Mariota at the end of his rookie year after he sprained his knee deep in December. You remember that? I think he I think yeah. he missed his last three or four games because they couldn't protect him. 
I remember vividly in New England, Antonio Andrews running back, missed a, a blitz, and a linebacker comes through and hits Mariota on the knee, sprained knee. They shut him down for the rest of the year so he doesn't get any worse. There, there could be a point where Andre's plan comes into play, but it's not right now. It's no, not it, when you're not, you have to be mathematically eliminated to even think about doing that. And you got to get a few more weeks into this thing before you're saying, all right, the season is actually over. Will Levis's ankle is continuing to get worse or not getting better. And then you can move on from it. No, I, I totally agree. And the guy in charge of making that decision at quarterback is Mike Vrabel. And, you know, he hasn't exactly had the season that he was hoping for. So I doubt that he's willing to just throw games away. When that may happen, the only game that I see the Titans benching Will Levis if he's healthy, not really benching him, but just kind of shutting him down for the year, would be week 18, and here's why. The Adams family cannot stand losing to the Houston Texans. They've got them twice. They've got them in, I believe it's week 15 and then week 17. Yeah. They're not going to want to lay an egg. They're not going to want to get embarrassed by the Houston Texans. I promise you. There have been coaches fired for doing so in years past. They will not shut down Will Levis if he's healthy enough to play until week 18 at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. If they even decide to do it in the first place, they will not do it because this franchise cannot stand losing to the Houston Texans. No, you're right. And and you got your first shot at the Texans in Nashville wearing the Oilers throwbacks. Oh, yeah. You can't get embarrassed by the Houston Texans in your hometown wearing the old throwbacks. You can't. Mm-mm. And it's so like, it's like if they lost that game against the Falcons, are we having a different conversation about Mike Vrabel? You know, you bring 200 former players in and if they lay an egg how does amy adams trunk handle that it's it's a hypothetical but at the same time you know that this this ownership group does not tolerate losing to houston now andre comes back and says when levis gets carted off the field we'll revisit this now like it's a bit dramatic yeah that's a little yeah a bit <laughs> a bit dramatic indeed <laughs> I mean, like, come on, dude. Like, did anybody expect – nobody expects significant injuries like that. When it, You know, he's got a bad ankle. I don't think the Tennessee Titans would put him out there if they truly felt like a carting off the field injury was a possibility with the current injury. Like, he could – any player could have a bum something – and get carted off with an injury 100% unrelated to that bum something. And Andre is going to go take a victory lap if Will Levis gets carted off, which is the weird thing about that, what I'm getting from Andre this morning. Toxic. Very toxic. Yeah. Just a weird, weird comment. Like, yes, at, there is a time when you can shut down Levis. And I, and I did want to see... Um, I did was Damon had a comment about uh, once you're mathematically eliminated, uh, you can shut down Levis, Jeffrey Simmons, and uh, here it is. He goes, "What if the Titans are eliminated from playoff contention? Start Malik and shut down Levis, Simmons, and Henry." 
Well, I don't think you're ever going to shut down Derrick Henry because that means ending his Titans career early. And I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, you didn't yeah. trade him, so you're not going to shut him down early. You're going to try to get Derrick Henry as many stats as he possibly can before that. You know, And there's, it, a, there's the Week 18 game against Jacksonville at home. You want to send him out right if you are sending him out at all. Man, that's going to be – that could have the potential to be a very emotional uh, game. Right, lot of lot of guys probably playing their last game for the Tennessee Titans. That a lot of guys that mattered, uh, that mattered a lot for this franchise. So look, I think it's ri- ridiculous to do what Andre is doing right now. Yeah, like do be concerned that the offensive line can't protect Will Levis and he has a bum ankle. But I think it's way too early to to shut him down with six games left. Like I said on the pregame show Sunday. You want Will Levis's to have Will Levis to have as many quality experiences uh, moving forward this season to build on, and I think he's going to play. He had a weird ankle injury that he was working through from practice yesterday, so we'll see how it goes. Now, Jack, any last thoughts on the Will Levis situation before we discuss this Traylon Burks topic that is pretty guaranteed to get people fired up? No, no, I'm just I'm just looking forward to him kind of putting. Uh, you know, a solid 60 minutes together. And I don't know if that's possible behind this offensive line, but um, you know, I think if he plays really well against the Indianapolis Colts, those doubters that still are, you know, have questions about Will Levis. I, I think that that will go a long way for those guys. No doubt. All right. It is esports here live on this Thursday. Jack Traylon Burks is back at practice going through individual drills uh, on that was uh, Wednesday the 29th, which was 27 days after suffering a concussion in uh, Pittsburgh against the Steelers after going up uh, for that deep ball uh, on that fourth and four play late in the game. So 27 days later, Burks makes a return to the practice field. Shout out to Ron Davenport for both the videos uh, we played today. So very interesting question here. want to get to you guys about this. What do you need to see from Traylon Burks this season for him to climb out of the bust category? What do you need to see from Traylon Burks moving forward in the last six games for him to climb out of the bust category? But first, farm your health plan. They can climb you out of a bad health plan. I don't know what your health coverage is right now, but farm your health plans can probably find you a better one. FBHP.com slash ATOZ is their website. They have served Tennesseans across the entire state for over 75 years, and they make it easy on you. You can go to their website to start your process. Once again, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. You can call them. You can walk into one of their 200 plus, I think it's 218 locations across the entire state. Every county, every corner of the state of Tennessee, Farm Bureau Health Plans is represented. They also support athletics and the sports in the state as well, being partners with the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Volunteers, a lot of high schools around the state as well. You'll see their great Farm Bureau Health Plans, uh, red and brand right there. So whatever your situation is, first of the year's coming up, try to find a better situation for your health plan at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Speaking of better, new bettors can sign up with BetMGM. Use our bonus code A to Z Sports and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. You can bet player props for this week's game against the Indianapolis Colts. You can bet on which teams you believe will make the playoffs in the NFL. There's so many options to get some skin in the game. 
if you're looking to get some skin in the game or looking to switch sports books, maybe change up your luck, do it with BetMGM. Use our bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up to get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. All right, Jack, I'll play the video again. I'll send you the comments. I'm curious about this. Traylon Burks back at practice on Wednesday, 27 days after his concussion in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. What do you need to see from Traylon Burks this season for him to climb out of the bus category? This is going to be fascinating. Jack, you got it? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, yeah. I didn't know if we were going to finish up the Traylon Burks video. To, um, to the comments, yeah. Yeah, let's go to the comments. T-Von says receptions. JQ says consistency. DeMarco says, I need 150 yards and two touchdowns. American Toff brings up a good point that I, I was kind of pondering. 27 days is a long time for a concussion. It's usually, you know, just a week, maybe two weeks. Um, so that's that's something interesting about this injury. Um, Brandon says he needs to take over a game. Jaron agrees. Consistency is key. Um, at least three to four touchdowns from Kenyatta West. He's only got one touchdown in his career. That that is a that is a very concerning number for a player whose best attribute is probably beating teams deep. He's an explosive type wide receiver. He hasn't found the end zone enough in his Titans career. Matthew says it's, it's simple. It's availability. The best ability is availability. Staying healthy. Tony agrees. Uh, Brad Anderson also agrees with availability. Uh, Mr. Jones says production and durability. Those two things are key in having a wide receiver that you can kind of mold your franchise around. We'll see if Traylon Burks ever gets to that level. Darren Lee says six TDs, one TD per game. That's a very high bar for even the best receivers in football. Um, Let's see, going to Bjork, 400 yards and two touchdowns to close out the season. That's going to be around 45 yards per game for Traylon Burks. Very doable, very doable expectations. 45, you're talking about a total of 400 yards on the season or 400 yards in the last six weeks? Well, you know, 45 yards a game for the last six games will put him at 392 yards per season. So that's kind of in that ballpark if that's what Bork's referring to. Guy Man says multiple 100-yard games. Uh, Demario says consistency in catching too many drops issues when Traylon Burks is on the field, which is a rare sight these days. Um, at least one 100-yard game from Chandler Cummings. Uh, two touchdowns a game first. Uh, plays more than three games <laughs> in a row from Justin. That'd be a good start, wouldn't it, Justin? Catch yeah. the dang ball from Charlie. Um, Tutties from Johnny. Stay healthy and make plays from Jesse. Have at least one big game from Eric Castillo. So a lot of these comments kind of have, you know, something in common with what I want to see from Traylon Burks. I I, I want to see him take over a game as well. I want to see one 100-yard game from Traylon Burks when he returns. And I want to see at least one multi-touchdown game from Traylon Burks when he returns. I don't think either of those are out of the question. When Traylon Burks is healthy, he's, you know, capable of beating teams over the top. And what's disappointing is your best deep threat hasn't been available with Will Levis, who loves taking shots deep. We haven't seen a lot of those lately, but I know it's still in the playbook. I know it's still in Will Levis's bag. So I want to see Traylon Burks eclipse 100 yards in a game when he returns, and I want to see him separately have a game where he finds the end zone at least twice. I think yeah, both I, are within reach. It it, it, you, it is asking a little bit, the multi-touchdown game, but he's capable of doing these things, and it's about damn time that he shows he could be that first-round wide receiver of the Titans, you know, 
took after they traded AJ Brown away to Philly. Yeah, real quick, Randy says his one career TD was from a fumble bust. No, <laughs> no, he well, technically has. It's not accurate. <laughs> his he's got two touchdowns in the NFL. One of them was recovering was a Derrick Henry fumble, and he caught one against the Eagles on the same play that he got his first concussion of his NFL career. So, Randy, get your stuff straight before you come in here and just blast incorrect uh, things. Look, is the whole question is. Traylon Burks has to climb out of the bus category because whether like I'm not holding his concussions against him. He had two concussions in 11 months. That's nothing to mess around with. The Titans, I think did the right thing by waiting 27 days before he got back at practice. So I think that's fine. I I'm disappointed and let down from Traylon Burks because when he has played this season, he's not come down with contested catches, and then he's had drops that have hit him in the hands or the numbers when he's been wide open. And I feel like, I feel like Traylon Burks has been the biggest disappointment of this season of somebody who's played in the game. Like I'm removing Caleb Farley from the conversation. Mm -hmm. So Traylon Burks has been a big letdown for me based on what I was had ex- expectations for him. So for him to start to climb out of the bus category on my side, I agree. I think he needs at least one game of a hundred yards in the last six. He has to play in all six games or once he, I don't know if he's going to play on Sunday. So that's unfair. He has to play in every game after he returns from the concussion. He cannot exit or miss another game due to any type of injury or any other thing. I think Traylon Burks has to, once he comes back, he has to play the rest of the games moving forward and stay out there. He needs to catch a football. I think he needs to compile around 300 yards total over the next six games, get in the end zone multiple times, not the same game. I need at least two touchdowns the rest of the year, 300 yards and availability for Traylon Burks. That is what I have to see for him to turn this thing around and just chalk this up to a bad knee sprain and a bad, ugly concussion against Pittsburgh and come back in year three and be and prove that he can have value. Austin, I don't think it's much of a stretch to say that Traylon Burks is the Titan under the most pressure for the remainder of the season, that includes the coaching staff. I think that Traylon Burks absolutely has to show this team something that they can feel comfortable hanging their hats on, moving into next season with a new quarterback who needs his wide receivers to stay available, especially with a DeAndre Hopkins that's on the wrong side of 30, even though he's been productive this year. Uh, you know, Traylon Burks is absolutely, in my opinion, the Titan under the most pressure in the last six games of the season. Yeah, it's a ton of pressure uh, right here. So let's get to more of these comments here on uh, the show. But first, I want to give a shout out to one of our great friends on our Titan Game Day Live, Amanda J. Gentry, the great uh, partner and title of our post-game show that Jack and I have been hosting and Sam, too, throughout the season. No relation to Jack Gentry, but Amanda J. Gentry can take care of you when it comes to getting you in the right situation, whatever your uh, situation is for your uh, for your your criminal or, or or family court situation you need, Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands, she has practiced in Tennessee family and criminal courts 
in 35 counties as a trial lawyer, and her specialty is father's rights, protecting your fundamental constitutional rights to be a father to your children and protecting those rights uh, throughout whatever it is uh, that you're dealing with. So she will go passionately attack that case for you. That is how she does it. AmandaJGentry.com for the whole team, the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. So Jack, uh, let's uh, go back to some of these comments uh, about Traylon Burks. Uh, Brandon says, consistency is fair. Just do what we've seen you do. For Burks, it's one touchdown catch or a 100-yard game with Levis multiple TDs. That's the level for those dudes. Uh, Brandon, a different Brandon comes through and says, it's a tough ask for a player to not get hurt anymore. I get what you're saying, Brandon, but with Traylon Burks, who has been unavailable several times because of injuries or his conditioning slash asthma in his rookie summer, you've got to be available. You have yeah. to figure out anything there is to do for you to be available for this team the rest of the way. It's it's probably not fair, and it is a tough ask for any football player at the professional level to stay healthy. But unfortunately for Traylon Burks, the reality of the situation is he he doesn't have the benefit of the doubt anymore. Unavailability is going to absolutely come into play when his rookie contract expires, when you have to really start shaping this team around Will Levis and this new core. Is Traylon Burks going to be a part of that future? these last six games are going to go a long way in determining some of that, uh, some of this, you know, piecing together some of that conversation. Yeah. And then uh, I'm looking at this quite, hey, this is a good question. Cause Rooney asks, when does Burks officially become a bust? I think you're a bust until proven otherwise. Right. You think, it's rookie, our, you think it's here. Yeah. For, for any rookie, uh, you have to prove that you are capable of playing at the NFL level when you come into this football league. It, it's a tough league to su succeed in. And for Traylon Burks, he's yet to find that at a consistent rate. So you're, you are what you are until you prove otherwise right now, Traylon Burks outside of that Philly game where he kind of popped off and then got knocked out of the game. There hasn't been like a aha moment, like aha, the Titans, the Titans absolutely hit on Traylon Burks to me. You are what you are until you prove otherwise. Traylon Burks right now, unfortunately, would fall into that category for me. So I, I, I am typically late to calling players busts because I don't want to jump the gun on individual situations. And so I think it's tough to label anybody a bust before their third season. And uh, Isaiah Wilson look, never got is, to season three. Who? Isaiah Wilson, Caleb Farley. Well, okay. Like, but that was those again. Maybe anomalies. Like, yeah. Isaiah Wilson is the worst draft pick in NFL history. I said <laughs> that first. That was me. I said that. But like, this is a different, this is not being an idiot and getting arrested a half a dozen times in a year or doing whatever the hell he's doing. But overall, like for somebody who is playing that has injury, un unfortunate injuries, because that's what Traylon Burks has, unfortunate injuries last year and then with a the concussion again this year. So I, I truly, he, you can be trending towards being a bust in your first two years. I, uh, Isaiah Wilson's out of the league, so that's fair to do that. But Caleb Farley, to this point, 
hasn't played because of his back situation. And we knew that was the risk going into it, right? Trillin Burks did not have any red flag risk going into the draft process like Caleb Farley has. Caleb Farley was just a dumb draft pick by John Robinson, who was a little too cocky. And yeah. his back hasn't gotten better. But with Traylon Burks, I think it's fair to give him year three. And if he comes out in year three and we're seeing the same stuff, then now that's officially bus stamped. That's fair. He's, he's in I, it. I, like he is in the he is right there in the portal of being officially tagged a bust. But he can my, get my, himself out of it in year three. No, I agree. I, I totally agree. But right now he is what he is, and he's played 16 games in this league, which is a decent sample size. You know, obviously you want to see that more. Much. Like, that's not I, that I much. know. But How but many even games in those missed. Even right. in those 16 games, Austin, he only has 566 receiving yards and one touchdown. Like He hasn't done much of anything when he's been on the field. He's definitely got more drops than he has touchdowns, and that may be true for a lot of receivers in this league. Uh, may, uh, they could just be maybe yeah. cherry-picking right there. But at the same time, like I, he hasn't done enough when he's been out there. I agree, though. There is a shot at redemption. Like Traylon Burks isn't – I'm not sharpieing bust on Traylon Burks yet, but I have written it in pencil. That's fair. He's missed 11 games, right? Make that 12. Yep. So he's he's missed 12 games out of 28. Six so it's not he's not far away from missing 50% of the games in his career at this point. Now, the concussions are what they are. Like I I don't fault I don't fault any player for having concussion issues. That's completely out of their control and nobody wants that. Turf toe, also out of your control. The knee sprain that popped up earlier this year, you know, that's a football injury, and that's, that's brutal to have. I, he is on track to being a bust, but I am not labeling him or tagging him as a bust yet because he can come out in year three, put a good season together, and that's okay. And he can still trend towards being a good player for this team next year, and he can do it and get on the right track by having a big five or six games at the end of the season, getting 300 total yards in those games, scoring a couple touchdowns, and being available. Why yeah. not? No, I believe me, nobody wants Traylon Burks to be successful more than me. I would love to see Traylon Burks help this Titans team win football games. It's just when he has been out there, he's been very underwhelming. And I, I think that sometimes we say, oh, well, Traylon Burks hasn't developed because of injuries. Well, even when he's out there, I, I feel like people use the injuries thing to kind of mask the issues of Traylon Burks just simply not performing up to his capabilities when he's on the football field. It's not like there are two separate issues when it comes to Traylon Burks. Sure, he's not available, but when he is available, he hasn't done much of anything. Yeah, uh, sightseeing says if Burks isn't the guy after next year, the AJ trade will be one of the worst in NFL history. Watching AJ in Philly is pure pain. Yeah, I agree. That would be it, it up there. Uh, I don't know what the top list of worst trades in NFL history is, but that's definitely one of them. Um, Ryan says, Austin, you are highly critical on Levis as being a bust, so please keep the same energy and got receipts. Look, I didn't like him as a prospect, right? That's different than thinking he was a bust. I didn't think he would amount to being 
a starting caliber quarterback, Ryan, and I've already admitted my wrongs. And you forgave me when I admitted my wrongs. Like, do you remember that show? I remember that show. I remember, I remember the date that of that show. Ryan, come on, bro. That was October 30th. It is November 30th. Ryan, did you forget already in the last 30 days our back and forth here? Like, I appreciate the super chat 499 for this interaction here, but you forgave me for this. I owned up to it, right? So I got your receipts, bro. That was Monday, October 30th, when I came out and said I was wrong about Will Lettuce. So, Ryan, you can take your receipts and throw them away because I've already given you the refund, dude. You can get over it. Uh, I like it's basketball you know, season. Get over it. <laughs> you know how some people have their like sober dates tattooed on their yeah. body? You're gonna have your Will Levis is actually a good player date tattooed on your body somewhere. October 30th, you gotta get that on you. <laughs> he remembers the date of the show, people. <laughs> yeah. But I look, it, I remember like you can ask me any date in the last two months. And I'll tell you what day of the week it was. <laughs> that is the gift I have in football season. Cause I know every football Saturday and Sunday date for schedule. So that's just kind of my special gift of, uh, yeah. October 30th was that first was my apology day for Will Levis. All right. <laughs> Got fired up. That's no awesome. I can't believe you remember the date. That's incredible. Ask me, ask me like a day, give me a date in October or November. And I'll tell you what day of the week it was. November 3rd. November 3rd was a Friday. It was the Friday after the Steelers Thursday night game. Try again. All right. Well, now that you have like a couple of dates in each month, it's tough. What if I go September? You, fine. September 27th. September 27th was... Now you're piecing it. Okay, nope, where the nope, Titans first it. play it their first Wednesday. game. September 27th was a Wednesday. You're a sicko, man. Is that right? <laughs> I don't. I'm just taking. I'm just taking it as truth. Let's see. September. What did I say? 27th. Yeah. Um. September 27th was a Wednesday. <laughs> wow. That is <laughs> Rain Man quality. I, it's just because I knew the the balls played. Uh, South Carolina on September 30th, which is a Saturday. Again, it's football schedules. It's really it's, not it's that hard. Very impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> Wednesdays are the hardest because it's the furthest removed from a football game. I thought you were going to go, okay, the Titans played their first game on this date. That was a Sunday. So that means two weeks from here, you know, and break it down that way. But that's, yeah, that's even I, more I impressive that you didn't use that. So <laughs> moving on to right. date talk. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, let's go ahead and get to the magic bucket on this Thursday and wrap up this ridiculous show. Always shout out Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process. No matter the day of the week, Wilson County Hyundai can help you out with your new car. It's also a great time to buy a vehicle uh, at the end of the year. So check out Pain Bones Crew in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Jack, I've got the magic bucket. Unfortunately, it did not get uh, lost in the in the move. So Dang, that's just too bad. All right, so here's, here's something that we have to do here. I will be picking you up on the way to Nissan Stadium, or on the way to Acme on Sunday. We'll have submissions. 
Do you will you have a physically printed out piece of paper with and slice it up, cut it with scissors for me to print? Yeah, just, just notebook notebook paperwork, or do I need computer printer, printer paper? I mean, printer paper probably is. Yeah, if you want to write, mm-hmm. if you want to write it down, you can. That's fine. Okay. All right. All right. Um, real quick, Michael says, "Is it me or is this show getting worse?" Definitely you. Okay, so let's go ahead and okay. You're kind of on a roll. I'm not gonna lie. All right, what do we got? Who's this Jack, for, by the way? This is for you, okay. Jack. Have uh, you given us a tutorial on how to tie a tie? Oh no, and I can tell you why. Because you and don't know how to tie a little, tie. This is a little embarrassing to admit, but I don't know how to tie a tie. <laughs> okay, Jack, you've got one week. Next Thursday, next Thursday, you will show us how to tie a tie. Look, I'm a common man. I'm blue collar literally today. Okay. <laughs> we don't wear suit and ties around this around these parts. So yeah, I'm gonna have to learn to do this. This is actually gonna be helpful. So single Windsor, I imagine. I don't single give a Windsor damn. action. Whatever okay. you want to do. All right. YouTube whatever you want to do. You YouTube videos are gonna be dialed up this week. There you go. All right, so you've got two pieces of homework. This is for me. Okay, you get the you get to start with this. So I have to name as many team mascots as I possibly can. You get to you get to pick the league that I have to choose from, and this is a thirty seconds on the clock situation. Oh, this is going to be fun. I got a diabolical league that you're just going to really struggle with. Yeah, but it's in play. It's fair. It's fair. You'll know if okay. you. All right, 30 seconds. Yeah. So you have to tell me the league. Uh, you, the clock will start when I begin, not on your start. Major League Soccer. Like mascots? Like well, the 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 actually, guy you know dressed what? in the animal outfit. That's that's not necessarily fair because there's a lot of FCSC. Okay. Yeah. I'll switch. I'll, I'll change it. Let's go Major League Baseball. I, Sam made me do that already. Mm. That's the okay. one I can't do anymore. All right, I got another one. The WNBA. I don't know any. You gotta know a couple. No, like the mascots, like Smokey. Oh gosh. Those kind like of like T-Rack. Okay. Well, I, I mean, it sounds like we're pretty limited with our options here. Uh, NBA. NBA, there's plenty of mascots that are famous. Surely you'll you'll know a few here. All right. Ready? I'll put I'll do you have the clock ready? Yeah, I got the clock. All right. Do they? Does the NBA have mascots? Like I know some. Oh, yeah, teams everybody's team? got a mascot. I think I think almost every team has a mascot. There may be one or two without one. But yeah, I mean the Grizzlies have a mascot. There's plenty. I'm already helping you here. I don't. I don't need to help you out anymore. I mean, if we Austin, if we can't go NBA, where do we go? The NFL or the SEC? <laughs> <laughs> but those are layups for you. I don't want to make it that easy. Let's just, we, let's should we just do the, do the NFL? Let's do the SEC. The SEC. SEC? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do SEC. All right. 30 seconds on the clock. Sure. Yeah. 
Smokey, Mr. Commodore, Colonel Reb, Aubie, the tiger, uh, Albert, the elephant, um, Mike, the tiger, Ugga. Who's the gator? 10 seconds. Who's the gator? Time's up. Ah. By the way, um, it, it's it's Landshark Steve down oh. in Oxford. So put some respect on the Landshark's name, please. <sighs> Sorry. Albert is out. Al, is Albert the alligator down in Florida? Albert was the uh, the elephant. Big Al. Oh, he wants he wants he wants you to call him by his his full government, Big Al, instead of Albert. What is the um I'll pull the list of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. So you got Mike the Tiger, you got Big Al, you missed Albert and Alberta Gator down in Florida. No, I uh, I did get Albert, but okay, I thought it was the wrong one. So Uga in Georgia, uh Revel, I, I believe that's how you say it. Rev, I don't oh, know that's the Texas A&M dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um Obby the Tiger, Smokey, Tony the Land Shark. Uh, Big Red, what in the hell? I guess Big Red is the Arkansas uh, mascot. Uh, Bully from Mississippi State, Cocky uh, from South uh, Carolina, yeah, and uh, Truman the Tiger from Missouri. Oh, of course, Truman Mizzou the would have forget? Truman the Tiger. That's so stupid. That is the lamest for sure. That's such a Missouri thing to do. <laughs> I hate that school. I can't believe I applied to go there. I hate that. I hate that place. <laughs> so funny. You can tell Austin Huff his mascot name sucks. <laughs> I'll, I'll relay that information. All right, guys, that'll do it for us. Uh, me and Jack will be live uh, on Titan Game Day Live coming up on Sunday at Nissan Stadium. Uh, well, at Acme. For a shout out to all of our great partners for our Titan Game Day Live at the rooftop at Acme Adventure Science Center, Jarrett Fire Chim Chimney, uh, Ben and GM, the Mint Gaming Hall, the Law Offices of Manager Gentry and X-Golf Nashville. We'll make sure to see you guys tomorrow. Buck live tonight on a Thursday night for A to Z Sports Primetime. And we'll be back tomorrow morning on a Friday. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Appreciate it as always. Tighten up podcast out now.